Welcome to Table Pulling Dumb Boy. I am here. Beautiful Glenn Iris with my guest Lori Moore. That's you. <laughs> what up? You know what I do like to do up top? I just now started doing this. You know what? We'll keep it going. Do you have anything you want to promote? Like up top, like any shows or like. Well, I don't know when this is coming out, but Funny Free Fridays. Mm-hmm. It'll be out before then. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. So Friday, Good People Brewing. It's yeah. Starts at 9. By the time you're listening to this, for sure, go to that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> My parents will be there. It's going to be fun and embarrassing. It's yeah, be great. That's, that's some bravery I never encountered when I, in my whole time of doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, because my parents are kind of like, my mom's really supportive of anything I do, but she's like, this uh, is this going to make money, though? Because <laughs> You know, this is because this is you're telling a bunch of cum jokes and it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's embarrassing to us. My uh, my parents are fun. Uh, they, you know, usually get along with everybody. My dad's kind of shy and mm. tells like dad jokes, but then my mom is a big old perv, which it's usually the other way around. So it's like a mixture of yeah. like things. <laughs> so they'll it'll be perfect crowd for that thing. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, that is a good show. Y'all should go to that. It's a Good People Brewing Company, uh, hosted by Chris Ivey. You also, you host, uh, you have taken the helm with Paige McBride over yeah. at Goulash Comedy over at the Marty's Mic. Uh, Marty's Open Mic on Mondays. That's yes. become its own little thing. And it's, it's the best part of Monday. It's honestly. great. It's like, like, sometimes like, you know, for a while, it's like, I was just kind of dragging my feet around like, fuck, I got to do another mic. But I like really enjoy doing this mic. Uh, it's always fun. Like the people, it's like service industry people come in after work and it's like they're into it. Yeah. Except for that asshole. That, <laughs> oh, Kid Rock. <laughs> yeah. I did want to talk about him. That actually. guy, okay, straight up walked into the open mic. We were almost done. We were so close to being so done. So close. And he just sits down cross-legged in front of the mic. like Just kind of like what it was is this guy, I don't know him, but I know his kind. <laughs> And he's, what it is, is there's this like, and you don't have to speak on this if you don't want to, but there's like this, um, how should I put it, like epidemic of, you know, mid to late 20s white dudes that used to skateboard in Birmingham. Mm And they're like, oh, no, uh, I'm skateboarding. You know, I'm too old for that. I want to be my own person. Why not get into motorcycles now? <laughs> so to be unique, they decided to all do that they, and be the they same pull person. full on Travis Pastrana. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's really across the board. It's not just Birmingham. <laughs> but they think they go and play Sons of Anarchy at different bars and cause a ruckus. And they don't realize the, uh, there's real biker gangs that kill people yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. And I got to witness like, the Nick a few years ago. One of those gangs was there, which I don't affiliate with or agree with what they do, but I don't go talk shit to them yeah, either. You're not like, hey, fuck you guys. Right, but these guys are dressed up. They got their little biker cuts on, as, as it's called, and uh, they're playing little biker boys, and it's like, no, people do that for money. to kill. They kill people and you know sell drugs and stuff. I don't know what they do. I'll probably get killed for saying that. We can change the subject. I mean, I've seen, I've seen uh, the episode of Bob's Burgers with the one-eyed snakes. It's fine. They're right, right, yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's all good, It's the bud. same exact thing. 
But yeah, uh, it's really fun though. Like Birmingham, doing comedy in Birmingham is really fun now. Uh, there was it was rough there for a while uh, when Syndicate like kind of started when it started to get kind of fun again. But there was a time like Monday, Mike McCall used to host a mic where he'd get there. He's like, "Fuck, no, nobody's here again." Are we even going to go up? It was like me and him. Yeah. Show, the only ones that showed up sometimes were like, I guess I'll do 10 minutes in front of you and it'll suck. Yeah, yeah. There was a while that it would suck when it was only other comedians there. Cause then you're like, I need to work on this, but you guys have already heard this. And exactly. You're not going to want to hear it again. Exactly. Um, but then Marty's, I feel bad cause we technically start at nine, but it's more like nine 30 because mm-hmm. that's when like, you know, people get off work. And sure. so we want other than comedians there. Oh, you're definitely, I have no reason to apologize for that. I don't think there's one comedy show in the world that's ever started on time. <laughs> it's, it's never on time. But that's just, I guess, what goes with it. That's that's part of the game. <laughs> it's the life. It's the life. Uh, I like, I do kind of like, uh, there are some comics that talk like that. Like, yeah, you know, just living the life. It's like, yeah, but... You know, like, do you, do you make money off of it? It's like, no, I just live in my mom's basement <laughs> and pretend I make money off of it. It's like, no, I don't know if I would call it the wife yet. It doesn't sound very glamour. The the wife, right. like, of a road comic doesn't sound very fun to me. Because any of us, you know, like, I would say most of us that are good comedians in Birmingham, which there's, a, you know, a, a good amount of people that are good, could do the uh, road. But it's like... That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like you live in a fucking hotel and like I get. I wouldn't want to go like a long period of time. Like mm-hmm. I'm good right now with going on weekends. Like yeah, yeah. Places. It's fun to go do little you know uh, shows like out of town on the weekend and stuff. Uh, I could even say do like a month, but uh, some people it's like they that's their life. Oh, like uh, Dan Alton. The amount yeah. he travels is perfect. Like example. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's like you just gotta have a certain skin for that. Some people do, some people don't. Matt Davis, the uh, guy that was at uh, Fresh Ground Friday, the ball dude yep. with the, he's uh, one of the first comics I saw in Birmingham. I actually saw him open for Stanhope. It's weird, like how. Uh, because me and Matt aren't close, but like you know, we, we I talk to him, you know, every time I see him, and it's like he has no idea how uh, much he has to do with me starting comedy. Because I saw him open for Stanhope, and I was like, oh, there's like you can be a good comic in Birmingham. <laughs> I thought it was just open mic bullshit and just people right. that were terrible. I was like, no, this dude's really good, <laughs> like, and he's opening for Doug Stanhope. I thought that was the pinnacle of stand up too, is like opening for Doug right. Stanhope. You learn that's definitely the opposite of the case because. <laughs> Stanhope has a, a a keen eye for uh, bad comedians <laughs> opening for him. Not to shit on Matt Davis, who is a good comedian for the most part. He kind of just gets these train wrecks to open for him. I haven't like, seen a Stanhope special or like any kind of clips of his. It's usually like podcasts and stuff. Yeah, that. he's one of my favorites, but um, he he's uh, he's not for everybody for yeah, sure. I loved when he was on like at midnight. Like, he was always yeah. one of my favorite people on there. Yeah, he, like, um, was he on at midnight? I want to see that episode. Holy oh, yeah, shit. he was on uh, several, and usually high. Is it Doug Stanhope or Doug Benson? Which one's Doug Benson? He's the one that's high all the time. Oh, well, then, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking oh. of Doug Benson. <laughs> I'm about to say, if Stanhope was on at midnight, I got to see that. Who's Doug, like, what's he look like? Stanhope is just this, oh, man, you're in, because I was, like, I've heard that name. I've definitely seen some. He's just an old drunk. He he took over. You remember when Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel hosted the Man Show in the late 
or the mm-hmm. late nineties, early two thousands when they, um, I have a phone right here. I guess I can look up his picture. Yeah, you would probably recognize him. He's like, he's very much a road comic guy, but he's kind of made his own fan base from doing kind of do-it-yourself shit for real. He's one of my favorite comics, which is crazy because I'll say it, Doug Benson, oh, not, yeah, not a yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, Definitely seen him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and my sister used to watch all of the like 90s and early 2000s like Comedy Central presents. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's definitely one of those. He had one of those, yeah. And it's crazy seeing it now because they definitely made him censor a lot of his material. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he um, he is one of my favorite comics. Uh, but he um, he's one of those dudes that kind of shows that you can do your DIY thing and like make a career of it. But he... Um, He's definitely like lives lived a shitty life. <laughs> like not to him because that's who he is, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's like not a lot of people that don't do comedy know this, but like Stanhope's openers have a name for them, like a nickname. It's so like known oh, that no. they're it's a Stanhopeners. <laughs> yeah, and it's like uh, you know he not that now that's not saying that he because he has like you know comedians like junior stopka who is a comedian that opens for him it's really funny but my point is that's not the pinnacle of your stand-up career is opening for stan hope or anybody really um <laughs> if that's i mean unless that's what you want it to be and that's fine i wish that were it still because that i'll be much happier probably i feel like all the um comedians that i like have one special and then they start doing like TV shows. Yeah. And then they stop doing stand up. It does seem that that seems to be the move for real because it's like, why wear yourself out? Like, a bad example would be Louis C.K. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, but he is one of those people that like, it's like, why do you got to do a new hour every year? Like, if you don't, like, you should put that out when you think it's ready. You shouldn't be like, no, I have to do it every year. And if it sucks, well, fuck it. I'm at the deadline. Yeah. It's like, don't you want it to be good? I mean, Bill Burr puts one out every couple of years, and I mean, he, it, I don't know. I don't see why putting a deadline on your shit's a good idea. But Probably because he knew his time was Yeah, it might be it. That's a good point. I guarantee like, that's I gotta fucking... I got to get that fucking money before they find out. That's probably why. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, yeah, dude, but then they're all going to take... Uh, the, all these specials you've done are going to get removed yeah. from the fucking streaming service, so still wasted time. Uh, yeah, Gross. what a... Yeah, he, he's... So he should change his name to Louis C.D. Because you're going to see that D. Oh, you absolutely are. <laughs> he, he, he's, uh, he's... That's all he's going to be fucking known for now. It's uh, like, dude, just <laughs> stop going up, man. Stop. Or like, at the very go least... Go away for longer. It's yeah, just do that. It's year. Like, go away longer, yeah, please. exactly. Like, you know... Don't um, come back till Cosby gets out of jail. Right, <laughs> and, which is never. Cause he's for sure dying in there. Um... No, it's like, I'd be lying if I say, like, I mean, of course he's was funny, you know, but I really do, like, after that, it's kind of more like, not the things he did, but how he handled it that make me kind of turn off of him, too, you know, because it's like, uh, I don't know, it just makes me kind of look at him different, like, yeah. man, you're, if you would have, like, if he could have just handled this a little different, it'd been like, okay, people make mistakes, like, but definitely take some time fucking off, man, like, for a while. Um, especially when you have, like, your peers, like, other comics talking about how uncomfortable it yeah. makes them that you perform at comedy clubs. It's like, maybe... Also, he, as far as I've heard, has not addressed 
it. Not really. So he he, he wrote that little you know thing, but it's like that doesn't really. Yeah, you're talking about uh, his in his actual material though. Yeah, yeah, he, like, yeah. He kind of stage, did. You're not like, hey guys, remember me? <laughs> yeah. It's like he sh- definitely. That's what any. I mean, at this point, that's all anybody wants to hear him fucking talk about. Now it's like nobody cares about your kids or your. Yeah, I really like. I feel bad for yeah, him. Yeah, like, I don't exactly. want to hear you have these fun stories because I'm just like, oh, but you did this, and we want to hear what. Because he kind of addressed it, but he was just kind of like, uh, he said he went through hell and back this year, which I guess for him, sure, yeah. Uh, but like, damn, dude. <laughs> It's not a good way to put it, really, because yeah. uh, his idea of hell is he lost some money on a movie. He lost some money for actions that he did when, you know, there are some women mm-hmm. that get beat and have terrible yeah. lives, and they're like, oh, really? Louis C.K.? It's like, yeah, you know, and I had different feelings about, that's weird this turned into this discussion, <laughs> but I mean, sure. Uh, <laughs> that's usually how this goes, but. Um, that's it. We're taking him down. Yeah. Well, finally, somebody fucking addresses <laughs> this. No, um, I've had different varying opinions of it. I mean, I would lie if I said there was a point where like, all right, you know, like maybe people should uh, lay off a little bit. But then I hear people that actually, you know, have had that happen because of him. And it kind of just made them... Uh, uncomfortable i guess like ever even pursuing comedy or continuing it's like yeah okay that okay (laughs) they can they can hopefully it like weeds out the people doing shitty stuff because they're like oh i'm definitely gonna get called oh yeah i think so i should go away i will yeah for sure i feel like this uh the me too movement um has done a lot more good than people think it has as far as like Making dudes that have done shitty stuff, because, uh, I mean, I hate to break it to you, every guy, there's meeting a dude that has told you he hasn't done something shitty is a fucking liar. <laughs> and I think this is kind of like, put people in check. And But I think the thing that annoys me about it is there's dudes that have done shitty stuff, and they're kind of just like pretending they haven't, and instead of like addressing it head on, be like, okay, well, maybe I should check some shit I've done in my past. Yeah. They're like... No, this guy's a fucking piece of shit. It's like, dude, sure, but (laughs) maybe you have done some shitty stuff too. I'm I'm sure there are exceptions, but I'm telling you, just you've seen a movie from the early 2000s before, like a college. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. These movies are basically telling you that shit's okay then. So you, you, there's a lot more dudes that have done shitty stuff like passively than you think they have, and it's like I think this, the Me Too movement has kind of. More often than not, got people in check about it, I think. Like, more than Even people think. Even if they make a douchey comment, like, I hope I don't get me too and it's Right. Like, are you getting me too Yeah, because you, you just... deserving right. <laughs> what's happening? It sounds like you might be getting yeah, me too Yeah, like, you definitely know something's going to pop up. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm telling you, there are a lot of dudes that fucking kind of white not around, and it's like, that's a telling sign for me, more so than a dude just being, like a loudmouth heckler or something, right. you know, usually you see some ass where you're like, he's probably done some creepy shit. It's like, sure, but watch out for the fucking white knights that are always like, no girl, I got your back. Like in a, you know, weird oh, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. one. Not to say that's bad, but when it's to the point where it's like, all right, dude, 
Got it. <laughs> Those are the dudes you need to watch out for. Some guy called me mama today. I didn't care for that. Yeah, he probably has done some creepy shit. Just, well, I'm pretty sure he was a homeless man. I was walking to my car, and he's like, hey, mama. And I was like, no. Oh, man. <laughs> See, he just he, he's, he hasn't heard about the Me Too movement. No, not that. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's still doing it. He's still out here running wild with the fucking cat calling. <laughs> but yeah, I love homeless people. <laughs> That's unlike Tyler Cooper. <laughs> I give him shit for that every chance I get. But um, that's an inside baseball for anybody listening. <laughs> but yeah, fuck. I mean, we might as well talk about these movies. Uh, um, I loved both of them. Yeah. The, uh, you had not seen either of these previously, I'd right? I'd seen um, Serial Mom was on Netflix for like a minute. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I love Kathleen Turner. But then I just wasn't like in a mood. And yeah. I guess I thought it was going to be a lot darker than what it was. Yeah, it does surprise you because I... I love it. I fuck, it was... <laughs> it's um, really funny. It reminded me of a movie that then it referenced later in the movie. Um, have you ever seen Death Becomes Her? Yes. I was thinking about that the whole time I watched I this. I love that movie. And I was like, oh, this reminds me of that. And then they're in the video store and, and there's, there's this little, cardboard yeah. cutout. Which I would love to have. <laughs> Holy shit. I would love to run across that at a flea mall or yeah. something. But yeah, I I was thinking about that too. It is kind of in the same vein. It kind of came out at the same time. It's directed by uh, John Waters, who is one of my favorite uh, filmmakers. I guess you could call him that. He he he's from Baltimore, and uh, he uh, he he's been known to like clash with uh, like political figures and people that like work for the censor board of Baltimore. They're apparently the big the worst in the country Uh about it. And uh, he's he's been known for fighting them because he makes movies that are way filthier than this. This is a very mild John Waters movie, but it is one of my favorite ones. Um, are you familiar with Devon, the drag queen Devon? She was uh, yes, yeah. He he worked with her a lot. That's or him. what uh, Ursula from yes, the Little Mermaid yes, is based exactly. Off of. Sure is, and you can definitely see it. Devon was great. He um, John Waters worked with him on a lot of stuff. A lot of uh, there's a movie called Pink Flamingos. Uh, that's very well known uh, in like the uh, I don't even I'm talking out of my ass. It's like well known in the uh, like underground, I guess. Yeah, cinema I feel like community. somebody was telling me. Is it um... Devon's in it? It's it's John Waters and Devon stars in it, and she eats dog shit in it. Oh, cute! Like okay. actually eats it, like not like fake Real method. Yeah, very <laughs> method. Devon was very method. Um, one of the like you know probably. Not super proud of that moment, but you know, <laughs> it's it's definitely known for that. But this movie's great. Like, um, I feel it, like you wanted me to watch this because you think I'm gonna be a serial mom one day. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything yet, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> so now that I'm caught, um, uh, I might as well just fucking let you chop me up when this is over. First things first. Okay, I saw Ricky Lake, and I was like, yes, please give me Ricky Lake. You will love John Waters' <laughs> movies then. She's in a lot of like, them. like, yes, Mrs. Winterborn. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a fucking cut right there. <laughs> Mrs. Winterborn, too. Like, uh, that came out, man, I'm going to sound like I've really got Asperger's right now, but it came out like 1996. Uh, don't tell me. Brendan Fraser wasn't in that, was he? I, yeah, I think he, he was. was the love interest. That, yes. Well, it was like... There was a time. He was, yeah. <laughs> there was a time okay. Brendan Fraser. That was my other point was Matthew Lillard was in this. And my first mm-hmm. thought was, how old is he now? He's, because like, 
early 2000s, he was in like She's All That and was supposed to be like the other cute guy. Yeah. But I was like, I don't get it. I've, ne- I've never seen it. But then in this movie, I was like, I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was I, always kind of the dumbass, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I like his character in this, though. He's not as annoying as he is yeah. in like Scream and other stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Because it can relate to him. You know, he's like, you know, works in a video. Like, that's the job I wanted. I want to do that like as a career now. when I was a kid. Yeah, now, still. Like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you could, I'm, I'm going to do that as a career. <laughs> like, work at a video store. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to own a fucking blockbuster. Yeah, not even that. Just worked there. That was my ambitions right there. But, um, yeah, he uh, he was great in this. He He's, like, I guess in his mid-40s now, because he was in a, the Twin Peaks uh um, the new season the of that. Mm-hmm. He was in that, and he was really good in it. Like he's. I was just like, because he's like at least eighteen. I want to say in this movie. Yeah, and I was like, how old is this movie? Right, it's from '93, so I guess twenty five years old almost. Yes, I, I just thought it was older than that. I guess. Yeah, twenty nineteen ninety three, like twenty five years ago almost. That seems crazy because I remember nineteen ninety three vivid. Say, that's when like Hocus Pocus came out. That's when Hocus. That was a good year for movies. Hocus Pocus came out. Wayne's World two came out. <laughs> Fucking a lot of good shit came out in '93. <laughs> that's the only two I can remember. <laughs> but um, uh, she hates reci- uh, people that don't recycle. Oh my god! This. So <laughs> both of these movies are like environmentally aware that feel yes. like there was a theme for that that was unintentional too uh <laughs> pro recycling she i feel like her killing the people in this movie too they don't really touch on it but it was like kind of she felt like she was doing the right like she was ridding evil from the world right. almost it well so first off she's she she comes in hot as like mrs cleaver like yes perfect mom to the point where i'm like what is this bitch? Right. And then, it, like, everyone leaves the house, and she calls up What's-Her-Face, and is like, you fucking cocksucker. Yeah, and I'm pussy like, oh, face. <laughs> oh, yeah. What does that even mean? I don't know. She's, she's like, really fucking extra on the goddamn pussy face shit. It. And she's loving it, too. She's it. having so... She's having the time of her that's life. That's, like, her fucking <laughs> shit right there is prank calling. And which... I was like, this is what these moms now are going to be. These, like, everything has to be perfect. I'm a Pinterest mom and granola mom. And then you find out that she's just like calling up people like you fucking yeah or, or um uh, what is it catfishing people on Facebook? probably catfishing yep. yeah we, it would be yeah it would be something like i guess more modern like catfishing yep. people for sure um definitely like maybe has a fake instagram account she leaves mean comments on like she's definitely like got a fake when <laughs> she's leaving like shady shit on other right, women right, right. stuff I did, one of my notes is, Dottie is kind of a bitch. I'd fuck with her, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It does, like, you do kind of, like, side with uh, Kathleen Turner's character, yeah. Beverly, a lot. It's like, yeah, I get it. Uh, I didn't like the teacher guy that was like... Oh, yeah, he deserved to get murdered. But so, it, here's what, it, like, it, it all happened so fast, because it was like, you get introduced with her, and then you see her con, what's her face, a cocksucker, and yeah. then she's murdering the guy and that was within like the first 10 or 15 oh, yeah. minutes that's john waters for you he's, like, his movies are very quick into the jump point right into it that's why i like him his movies are very short near the point and like it's there's never kind of a dull moment in them uh but yeah it, the, the teacher that she kills the first guy i was just thinking like okay this guy's just kind of being like he's finding shit that's you know maybe not in his opinion you know like his thing but like Showing that, like, her son's kind of creative a little yeah. bit. And she's like, he's like, no, he needs to be good at math, pretty much. <laughs> and it's like, 
Well, you can, like, if you're a good teacher, you can turn this, like, a obsession with horror movies and shit into, like, a healthier outlet. Exactly. And he was just like, no, we don't do that. And she's like, she killed him. So, I mean, I think that's... Well, what sent her over the edge was that gum. That was... That, I like how they did it, too. She hates people chewing gum, yeah. and, like, it falls out of his mouth when she runs them over. I loved it. And she drops her cookies that, you know, yeah. all that shit. I oh, love I it. I love that the only witness was fucking high. Yeah. Super, like, 90s, like, stoner, too. Like, uh... And when the I love how nonchalant she is with the detectives that are always like, uh, yeah. she's like, well, uh, aren't you concerned that the only witness was a drug addict? So <laughs> <laughs> somebody that smokes pot. I out. I love this movie though. Um, I put it on here. Okay, so the they're at like the flea market or whatever. Yeah. And that Carl guy. Okay, we haven't talked about how thirsty Ricky Lake is in this movie. Super. <laughs> so she really wants thirsty. that dude's dick. So also, the more I watched this movie, the more I was like, oh no, I kind of look like Ricky Lake. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Oh, no. Well, the thing... And then the more I saw Matthew Lillard, I was like, oh, no, I am Ricky Lake. You should be You should be like, no, I'm more serial mom Ricky Lake, not hairspray Ricky exactly. Lake. Because actually, John Waters also, I don't know if you know, he made the original hairspray. hairspray. The good I'm, one, I'm not the... Tracy Turnblad, yeah. Oh, see, I, you know more than I fucking do. <laughs> see, like, uh, he, he did two... I don't think you consider hairspray a musical, the original one anyway. But he... Uh, He's the only guy that's made musicals that I've been like. Did he do Cry Baby? Yes. I love Cry You can Baby. tell, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. this kind of has the same tone of this movie. But yeah, he did Cry Baby, uh, Hairspray. Um, did you ever see the movie? I'm trying to think of like more modern stuff he's done. that Because uh, his earlier stuff he did with Devon's like called Female Troubles, one of them. Ma multiple maniacs. But did you ever see a movie called Cecil Be Demented? It's got Stephen Dorff mm -hmm. in it and... It's pretty good too. I, I like all of his movies. He made a movie with Johnny Knoxville in it. It uh, didn't get a big wide release because it was NC seventeen. He will not like. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't care if uh, his movies like because uh, I'm talking over myself, kind of. Um, you know, like people kind of care if their movie gets an NC seventeen rating because they feel like it won't get wide. Yeah, you know, he doesn't give a shit about that. Clearly, so he just put. Well, this... I mean, he's got enough fan base that people he does want to see it will find it exactly, yeah. and he has for so long that you know he just does his own thing, uh, which is cool. Like he he's a big inspiration. I like John Waters. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you you would love the guy. I think he's very. If you like this movie. They He's very inspirational. Movie. He's kind of like... I love I Crybaby. Me and my sister used to watch Crybaby all the time, even when it was probably like inappropriate for us to be watching. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think it's his cleanest movie, but it's still John Waters. Yeah. So. Um, so they're like um, Carl, whatever that Ricky Lake likes. They're in this like flea market, and Carl's with this other redheaded girl. Yes. That's <laughs> Bubbles from Zack and Mary. Holy shit. Yeah. It is. I saw her and I was like, her name Bubbles. Her name Bubbles. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? Craig. Uh, uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. <laughs> her name Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the funnier parts of that movie. That movie is slept on. I love that movie. And usually I'm not into like, um, I don't know, like American Pie kind of movies. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's real. It's kind of like endearing. Yeah, it's uh, Kevin Smith made it. I like, love it. so it's like. He's very good with stuff like that. It was a surprise, like, because it's not like his other movies, really. It's, I guess, more of a, uh, well, he's pretty ma a mainstream director now, but, um, you know, he's like, still talks about it constantly, but he's like, claim to fame was that movie Clerks. Yeah. Which he, you know, was writing uh, or using, like, over, over, uh, 
spending on credit cards to make, basically. He had so much credit card debt that he put himself into making that movie. So, like, seeing a movie, I guess, kind of like that was his first mainstream movie. Uh, but, yeah, it's really good and endearing. And, like, I, like you feel like you want to be friends with Zach and Mary. Yeah. Like, they seem like cool people, <laughs> you know? I felt like, oh, like, I'm poor, too. <laughs> I, I, I just shut my water off yesterday, you know? But... Just trying to hang out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just trying to hang out. Seth Rogen, hit me up, dude. You look cool. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hang out with him? Uh, okay, then I have like uh, Ricky. Like, is gonna fuck that detective? Yeah, for sure. Like at the beginning, how yes. he looks. At, they like, both were like, and I was like, how old is this detective? Exactly. How old is Ricky? Like, he gives her the be. fucking bedroom. Oh eyes. boy, it was weird. <laughs> but yeah, like overall, this is. Uh, it's hard to pick a favorite John Waters movie, but this is one of my favorites because I guess it, it, th- this is his first like wide release, I think, besides maybe Hairspray. But uh, yeah, he spent a lot of mo- um, a lot of mo- I nearly said moolah <laughs> on accident, <laughs> not even on purpose. Moolah. It had a eight million dollar budget. That's a lot of money. Why do movies cost so much to make? Yeah. This is there's no special effects hope, or anything. I hope Kathleen Tur- it was all Kathleen Turner's. Yeah, paycheck. exactly. She deserved it for this. She's great. I fucking um, love it. If you if you haven't seen this movie and you you collect like Blu-rays and shit, you should get the Shout Factory release of it. Uh, it's really fucking. It's got a bunch of cool shit on it. You'd have to be a huge goddamn John Waters fan though. I found someone else. Uh, what was her name? Mrs. Ackerman, the uh, the egg lady. Yeah. That's the voice of Mrs. Puff from SpongeBob. No way! Yeah. That makes so much. She basically <laughs> is her. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I kept, I was like halfway through the movie, and I was like, I've heard this lady's voice this? before, and she does kind of look like Mrs. She Puff. She does. <laughs> uh, the, also, something cool. There's a band. The band L7 is in this. You know when they're at that concert? It's this yeah. band. Oh, the Camel Toes? What were their names? The it, Camel Yeah, Lips? something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's this band L7, and they had this. Uh, they're really, I like them. like em. Riot Girl Band? Yeah, they're really good. I like them. They had a song called Shit List that was kind of uh, big in the night. It was like, you made my shit list. <laughs> Mid to it, yes. It, it was in the movie Natural Born Killers, if you've ever seen that. Okay. it's uh, They play it a lot, and every time they kill somebody, it's like played in the nice. back, it seems like. But yeah, they're they're really cool if you hadn't checked them out. Um, you got anything else to add to this movie? I was going to say, the, the ending is great. So that was another thing unexpected. So we get into it. She starts killing people. Then once she gets started, she cannot stop. Yeah, she's a through and through, like, true <laughs> like, blue serial killer. To the killer. point where they're all having dinner, and she's like, I got to run out real quick. Yeah. She just has she's to She's addicted murder. to it. I love it. I do love that uh, her husband, uh, played by Sam Waterston from fucking Law and Order, yeah, yeah. Um, he finds, like, all her, like, letters and shit that are from serial like ted yes, bundy ted- left her a fucking message that was i love that you can tell that's john waters doing uh as ted bundy on the fucking tape too but yeah i love this movie if you hadn't seen it you're missing out it's <laughs> the best she ends up like they do the whole court case yeah and she, which is the whole thing is bananas hilarious. but it's great and then the fucking lady with her white shoes you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. She writes the note to the fucking, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, this lady's fucking crazy. He's like, uh, I need my client to plead insanity. <laughs> she's crazy. She fucking hates the, she's got her fucking ways. She's very anal retentive, and uh, if you break that for her, she'll kill you. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I highly recommend it. Yeah, really good. 
uh, this next movie, I think, tackles a big problem in America, which is police corruption. <laughs> um, a lot. There's a lot in this movie. It and is. I was like, it's, when was it made? 80s? 86. 70s? 80s. They're dropping some N words. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's dropping the R. I remember it'd been a while. R. <laughs> yeah. It'd been a while since I. They use it in context, though. And that's when I was like, oh. Yeah. Because oh, oh. yeah, the people using it, it's like, oh, you're supposed to hate these people. Yeah, I we're guess. supposed to hate those people. But, um, but we're talking Ooh. about the Toxic Avenger, which it says 84, actually, uh, is when it was when it came out. I was thinking 86 for some reason, but it's uh, released by Troma Entertainment, which is a company. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman started. He's this crazy old man that like was like, well, uh, nobody will make my movie, so I'm going to make my own movie company and do it for really fucking cheap. So he made this. This is the first movie they did, and they've it spawned like a cult following. They have so like trauma is like this big. Yeah, I'd never heard of it. It's a big like and indie then I, like, thing now. Google, after I watched it, I like googled it, and it's like all this cult shit. Like yeah. People Apparently there was a cartoon in the eighties that I, I remember. Missed uh, out on. I had a Toxie action figure when I was a nice. kid. My dad got me from the Toxic Crusaders show. That's and I, amazing. Yeah, and my dad loved this movie too. That's how I found out about it it's from my dad. Uh, Lloyd Kaufman didn't use his name in the credits on this too. I noticed. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of got a cult following after like they did these little midnight movie screenings of it at this uh, place in New York called Bleecker Street Cinema. And it kind of got a cult following. Like, if you, I don't think you could go to like Dragon Con or anything without right. there being like a trauma booth. I know a lot of friends that go, they usually get a picture with Lloyd Kaufman, who's still kicking. He's very old, but got a lot of energy. He's <laughs> like, he does, like, he seems like just a young person in an old man's body. He's very, uh, I don't want to say annoying because it's because I like the stuff he's done, but man, he can be a bit much watching <laughs> interviews. You're like, I couldn't hang around this dude. But what were your thoughts? You'd never seen the Toxic never Avenger. Never seen it. I was ready for like, oh, this will be like a fun bad movie. Yeah. But it was. It had all of the things. It has a lot. It literally has like everything you can think of. Like that would be in a bad movie. It's yeah. Great. And it's like this was in the '80s before the self-aware bad movies like Sharknado and shit, which right, I, right, I right. don't like. I like it when it's bad. It's like this was like we want. <laughs> I feel like it was like the teacher's pet being like, we're going to make a scary movie, but yeah. then like, he's going to be a good guy though. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's like they didn't know what they wanted to do and just kind of like, they wanted to make a movie about a bunch of different shit and kind of yeah. pushed it oh, into yeah. one. And uh, I like it because it's bad because I guess of how cheap it is and how... Well, it's like the acting is... The acting's terrible. But then everything in it is bananas that it's great yeah it's like that's kind of what makes it good is like it's it's uh it no it's self-aware but it's done well i don't like sharknado because it like tries too hard to be bad and it just is bad this is like no they actually kind of struck gold with this it's like a funny idea and like all the effects like they definitely had fun with the yeah it's like you could tell they had fun making this and like uh it's just a funny movie uh De- very, uh, I, I, it had been a while since I watched it. Very, like, uh, throwing the N word around a lot. Oh so, uh, the DVD you let me borrow has an introduction where the guy's like, Hey, whatever, this is the Toxic Avenger. And there's a dance party happened behind him, but it's only two people. It's oh, like yeah. It's a, a sad two person dance. <laughs> that's party. awesome. It's Lloyd Kaufman, I guess, doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. I was like, Okay. Unfortunately, I didn't watch it on that one because I'm lazy and uh, I have Amazon Prime in here, oh. and it was on Prime, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't have to put a DVD in the player." So, oh man, uh, opening shot, trade center. That's right. That's <laughs> first note I got. 
<laughs> Throw, got never the, forget. Got never the forget. Tra- <laughs> got the twin towers prominently uh, shown in the opening shot of the movie, which is you know that if you want to remember the World Trade Center, this is this, this is, is the how. Movie. This, is- <laughs> this is the movie, not the Sopranos opening or anything like that. Which I think they took out of. Uh, they took the Twin Towers out of the opening of the Sopranos after... A, they did want to remember. They okay. did, yeah. We, I'll get yeah. you now. I see, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is set in like a fake part of New York, too, I guess, called Tromaville. Well, yeah. One of the things I saw, it said like the first um, superhero of New Jersey. And I was like, yeah. was it in New Jersey, though? <laughs> it, it, it's like, that's the thing, though, is because with New York, I guess there's a fine line... Between what's Jersey and what's not at some parts, just because, uh, but there's a turnpike basically that tells you there. But, They're uh, in the one spot between Jersey and New York that, where you don't have to have a permit to film. Yeah, that, that too, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but I fucking, I don't know, like, this isn't one I revisit much, but it is kind of like, I'm excited you got to see it for the first time. That makes it even more, that, that, that gives it another reason to kind of watch it as showing it to somebody for the first time. This is one of those you're kind of proud to be like, yeah, check this out. Like <laughs> this '80s spa gym they're at. It's yeah. like it's like a Stefan fever dream. It's like this place yes. has everything. It really is. That's a very good fucking uh, observation. It's like Stefan something he would say. Like he would just name everything going yeah. on in here. It's like a Stefan sketch from SNL. And then that blonde girl looked like a Kate McKinnon character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of. Uh, throws the like SNL characters oh, in this now that I've noticed. Um, I like the mayor guy, like the big fat dude. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> straight up like getting a massage on a table with, with hoagies. Foot long or like man size hoagie yeah. going down the length of his body. I loved it. And uh, my favorite thing about him is his campaign poster where he could not look less like he gives a fuck. <laughs> He's like turned like this, just mad looking. Taking a picture. Yeah. It was like they were like, hey, look. And he just like turned and looked. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I gotta, you know, I'm more interested in what your notes are, like what well, you got like, written down from this, just seeing this the first I time. I said, whoa, Kate McKinnon said the N-word. She's deaf a Trump voter now. <laughs> She's canceled. <laughs> you hear that? Kate McKinnon's canceled, guys. She's canceled now, this girl. Um, And then I was like, I'm only 10 minutes in and it's so bonkers. <laughs> oh, no, I'm starting the hashtag Kate McKinnon's canceled from this movie. <laughs> Just because she, this girl looked too much like her. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> um, Don't use that hashtag. I was, like, I was like, poor Melvin, because that's what he looks like in real life, and they're straight up making fun of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that it, guy's face. It's like, no, this guy looks like this, and uh, maybe <laughs> like a, don't be such a dick. Yeah, like a weird Ace Ventura. They were also saying um, in the on the poster, it says he was 98 pounds a solid nerd. It's like... I get you're exaggerating, but why settle on that number? He, like, definitely would be, like, malnourished and dying if that were the case. Oh, so he, like, the, um, I guess, was it Kate McKinnon? One of them was going to try to hook up with them. Like, they were basically going to carry him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before they, he falls in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. In the, yeah. So they, they're, like, come in for a kiss. And there's this goat dressed up in, like, a bra. Yeah, they try to trick him into, like, fucking a goat. Kinda. And I was like, okay. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, classic. It's funny too. You mentioned them dropping the n bomb because uh, their whole thing, the bad guys thing, I thought was the funniest part of the movie. Their thing is they do hit and runs. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, kill the people. first one is a child. It's they kill a kid and <laughs> smash a his head. 
Oh, they smash his head and take Polaroids of his uh, head yeah. being exploded. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're like, different minorities are worth different points. Right, And okay. Puerto Ricans, for some reason, are the most points. That's, I guess they couldn't find any in Tromaville. That could be it. Must be very <laughs> scarce. I, I do also, also like... Also, they were on the lookout for this car, and they straight up had stickers of what they had hit on the driver's side Right, door. they're very nonchalant <laughs> about like, him killing people with his sure car. they didn't wash that off. Like. At all. It's like they're, like I guess, like a uh, uh, trophy for it. I do... I thought... A funny little detail they used was that he had Budweiser cans on the driver's side floorboard. So when he was like pounding on the oh, gas, yeah, he was, like yeah. smashing Budweiser <laughs> cans, they're just all over the car. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. I love the truckers doing the bags of Coke. Oh, yeah. They were like <laughs> literal like bags, like ziplock. Yeah, they had their head like, inside a of it. Freezer bag. They looked like they were doing corpse paint when they came out of it. Like, and we're going to like go out trick or treating or some shit. So, as if the bad people weren't bad enough for, like, being a dick to this poor guy that's just trying to work at the gym, they're also murdering people. For so, nothing. Yeah. So, we're definitely waiting for them to die. Yes. And, um... You really hate these villains in this one. He... So, uh, Melvin straight up falls into a green <laughs> vat. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. Like, and what does he do? He goes home and takes a bath. Yeah, he tries to wash this. Go to the t- hospital. Yeah, and they're laughing at him covered in chemicals. He's, your skin is falling off. Why yeah. are you laughing? Yeah, they're just like, this guy's dying, possibly. Hilarious. He comes back stronger, thank God, as the toxic Avenger. So, like, he's in the bathtub, and he's making all these sounds, and his mom's like, honey, are you okay? Yeah. And then she says the line, like, oh, you finally hit puberty. Yeah. And I was like... He looks like he's 24. That's the thing. That, and it's just like, he's like, um, the the sign that he hit puberty is him going, yeah, His voice was like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, he's, he's just hitting puberty right now. Okay. So, I was not prepared for, because um, I had just heard growling when he became Toxie. Yeah. And then there's this weird voiceover that I was like, Oh, yeah, the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. Some other guy doing the voiceover. Okay. It sounds like, and that was like a Bill Hader voice. So we're getting all kinds of SNL in here. There's a lot of, S- <laughs> like, you know, separation of SNL. Like, I guess, I don't know how, I wonder how many, de- I wonder if somebody from SNL had some, like one degree of separation yeah. from this and so on. It was probably Robert Downey Jr., who was a cast member in like 1988. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of funny to me, too. I don't think they for sure didn't meant to make a political statement with this movie, but I do think it like satirizes police corruption pretty well. It's like police, the government, they're all corrupt. Yeah. Um, except the one cop. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one street beat cop yeah. that kind of just, why is this guy the guy that's the good guy? But uh, I guess that even makes it more funny. Um, also, um, so he like gets into a fight with like bad guys in an alley, and uh, they're thrown around the the f word. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And but his friend is a cross dresser. Like what yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too. It's like your you had standing right there. You did. Yeah, it's like why does he cross dress? Is it because he wants to, or is it like he going this far out of the way to be a homophobe yeah. to like mock it? I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. It's odd. But um, had a full beard though. <laughs> had a full beard, and uh, I guess he was like crossed. Well, no, I'm thinking the Toxic Avenger with the tutu, or was that guy wearing a tutu as um, well? Well, he had like a skirt on, I think. Yeah, 
Because he yeah, was doing like ninja on. kicks in like this yeah. skirt. <laughs> full on beard, not even trying to cross dress properly, just fucking not nailing it at all. So super into this movie until the thing that happens happens. <laughs> Which thing? <laughs> um, a dog gets shot. Oh god! Yeah, they definitely they break a lot of the cardinal rules of of movies, which Let's is like kill you don't this ki- child, you don't kill kids, and you don't kill animals, and yeah. Um, so I was very upset, and I was like, no, no. But then they show the dog again, and you can definitely tell that dog's just sitting there with like spaghettios. On oh, her. for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like they definitely like didn't uh, kill the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so like when I saw that, I was like, okay, great, cool, cool, cool. Um, but then that's when we find the love interest. Yeah. I was not expecting. It's funny uh, that I guess Lloyd Kaufman kind of like, I feel like he had like an ulterior motive. Like he had to make Toxie a sex icon too on top of it because <laughs> there's a love interest for this guy. I don't know why that's necessary, but I guess you got to have one. Um, but yeah, this is, it just been so long since I'd seen this. It was kind of a nice, uh, Reminder of how goofy these trauma yeah. movies are. Oh, this are. was so goofy. There's, <laughs> I put, uh, so they're in like this uh, taco restaurant that got robbed and he saved the day. And this detective's looking around. And so every time they go back to the detective, he's doing something goofy. Like, and I put, that detective straight up had a taco hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> he was just like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, this. I'm pretty sure that's evidence too. Like also, yeah. In 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 addition to it's like it makes me this did kind of make me want to go back to watching the other ones. There's uh I don't think I've actually seen any of them except this one cuz there's three other ones. Oh cool. Uh <laughs> like I yeah, definitely <laughs> sitting through those. No, um uh, but yeah, the trauma movies like the first Versions of all the trauma movies are worth checking out. There's one called Class of Newcomb High that's really funny that I have too. Um, it's just, it's like a movie like this set in a high school. And it's just like, imagine <laughs> that. Uh, but yeah, like, it is crazy. This movie, it spawned the three sequels. Uh, it had a video game for Super Nintendo, I remember. The, oh, the- yeah, I saw that and I was like, I, I like, when I was Googling it, I was like, I would have. Yeah, been all over that. It's funny too because uh, this is kind of how I found out Lloyd Kaufman seems into Wayne. There's this guy, the angry video game nerd. He has a YouTube channel. It sounds lame. <laughs> it sounds like something I would be opposed to watching, honestly. But he, you're about to say something I would be. Oh no, no, <laughs> no. It's uh, he's actually really funny though, and like uh, he does one where he re- reviews that video game with Lloyd Kaufman, and he review shitty games like and this is a shitty game and you could totally Kaufman's still kind of proud of it it's like <laughs> oh this is weird because he won't let it go like it's like well you didn't have to put this out just because Lloyd Kaufman was in it you have a following yeah. on YouTube <laughs> but yeah this movie is fucking weird though like at points like I don't uh I don't get the point of some of the stuff they do, but I guess that's what makes it funny too. Like just kind of just cramming all this bullshit into one oh, yeah. movie is just kind of makes it what it is. Uh, five out of five stars, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's one part. So he falls in love with like a blind lady, and they're back at her place or his place, someplace. And she like goes to grab his hand and straight up grabs his dick and was like, "Oh, <laughs> whoops." <laughs> and I was like, 
Okay. Slick. Really slick because you're blind. Smooth. Now we believe that now. Um, <laughs> and then I put, okay, so one of the bad guys' name was Bozo. And I was like, I think Bozo is stressed. <laughs> anytime something would happen and he wanted to go murder people, he's like, I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah. I'm so stressed. He really, uh, you know, pushes that point home that yeah, he's fucking like, stressed out. Oh, that's why you're murdering people? Don't. Don't put your, like, anxiety. Don't blame Yeah, you don't have to murder people because you're stressed. Go to therapy, dude. Like, (laughs) people are suffering because of your (laughs) fucking mental health issues. Oh, my God. And then uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure Melvin is the OG Deadpool. Which one was Melvin again? Melvin was like, he became toxic. Oh, yeah, yeah. like the nerd. Yeah. Which is like the nerdiest nerd name. That could be, him being the OG Deadpool could be kind of taken two different ways. What, how you meant, how was it that you meant? Because he um, straight up got into a car, like with the guy, um, was driving everything. They hit a bunch of shit. They drove off a cliff. It caught on fire. And he still (laughs) got out. Was just like. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I thought you meant. Um, the other OG Deadpool thing is I just thought that you meant like his sense of humor uh, seems like he would work at Spencer's Gifts. Because <laughs> I like Deadpool. I love the first one. The second one's okay. But man, the jokes in that second one, it's like, did you just get people that make Spencer's Gifts t-shirts to write this? <laughs> this is so like... Uh, that's Cards Against Humanity yeah, kind of That's humor. what I say about like Southern Mama. Those jokes yeah. are just t-shirts you saw at a Chevron. Like. Right. <laughs> Which, what a great fucking thing. to We could talk about that. <laughs> Somebody did Southern Mama. Because they, they do this show. Uh, Mark Normand uh, and Matt Ruby started this show in New York called Stick or Treat. They do each year where comedians dress up as a comic. And they do like a oh, set, yeah, nice. kind of do a character of it. Like my friend Robbie Goodwin did it this year, and he did Pete Davidson post breakup. Oh boy! And it was, <laughs> it, it's so like Robbie did really, he nailed it. Like it's really funny. Um, but it's just such a fun idea. But somebody, uh, what was it? Oh, somebody did Southern Mama. Mama. I was yeah. like, why am I talking about this for a second? <laughs> but somebody did Southern Mama, and I really want to see that set. The uh, tweet I tweeted that like got the most fucking faves or retweets is about that dickhead and i'm like god damn <laughs> i live with this forever now uh i just do i do think it's funny uh that it's not my cup of tea and now i think he's a dick because of that but it, it was not my yeah. cup of tea but i never openly shit on that guy um i think people you know are into if you find something that people think is funny sure but like his it just seems well, that's like, almost. if you want to do your, your videos, that's cool, cool, mm-hmm. do your videos. And then he was like, well, people think I'm funny on these videos of me just copying what I say, other people yeah. hear, whatever. Exactly. And then... Um, Which isn't no <laughs> okay. talent whatsoever. So then he's like, I'm going to do stand-up. But then he didn't do that character. Yeah. He would do other shit that isn't funny. Right. His stand-up. <laughs> His stand-up's bad. He, um... It's also, I think the thing too that people were really mad about is like he gets invited to this like sacred, to stand up comedians like just for laugh is like that's your make or break right there. Right. And he gets asked to new face or not new faces. It was some bullshit. Yeah, it was like thing. the variety. Because new faces, yeah. Yeah. The people that do new faces, uh, whether I agree with what they think is funny or not, they do have better judgment than to put that fucking clown on there. Um, but. He 
you know, like, kind of just shit on it. And it's like, you really don't know what you just did. Like, you can't hear it. Because uh, Jewel Say Sloan and I think Chris Red um, were the ones that kind of confronted about him backstage on the video you see. And uh, he just doesn't get that, like, that's bullshit what he did. Well, also, like... He didn't tell jokes when he was up there. He was like, I want to thank them for inviting me. And they're like, okay. Yeah, but you're doing, yeah, you're doing your tight fucking five yeah, right there. Exactly. Like, you don't and got time for that. He was brought up the stupid thing he had already brought up in the interview. Like, that's what the interview was for. Do your jokes. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah, because like with this thing like that, you have like, it's all industry in the right. crowd. There aren't people really, there's not that many people that buy tickets to see just for laughs like to fill a fucking auditorium really it's mostly industry people with shit like that so like you're gonna do your thank you like these people aren't your fans they're here to make money off they didn't vote you on here dude (laughs) at all man they're here to exploit you and make money off you. and i'm like (laughs) there are so many like if you wanted someone from the south you could have got any fucking commitment there's so many funny people yeah Yeah. i mean and yeah it's like uh, I'm not going to say anything other than they did that, and I disagree with their choice on one of them. Uh, but, he, but, yeah, he definitely voted for Trump, so... Yeah, that. for sure. He absolutely fucking did. Southern mama. Like, it's funny, too, because, like, his whole thing is he's kind of supposed to be... You could look at it like... I don't want to say he satirizes anything, because I don't think he even knows what that is. <laughs> but you could look at that and be like, okay, yeah, this is kind of a goof of your mom or something like a really super Southern bell lady. And it's like, um, you could make that so much funnier. Yeah. There's ways to make that funny. And he doesn't. Jessica, Jessica Williams. Who's it? One of the, another girl that was on there. Um, she's on that show with Issa Rae. Um, Oh, uh, the two dope Queens. No. Um, gosh, I can't. Oh, you're talking about insecure. Yeah, Insecure. Yeah, um, she's on that show, but then she does stand-up, too. Jessica Williams. Not Jessica Williams. Me. Jessica Williams is two dope that's the Okay, that's what I was thinking. Who am I thinking of? Um, um, Sam J, maybe? I don't know who's on Insecure, actually, except Issa Rae. And that's because like I've seen stuff written about it. I've heard it's really good. I can't find her. Um, no, she had posted a bunch of videos too. She was the one that had recorded the video of him bombing, like when they were booing him off. And the stuff backstage. Yeah, though. and you could hear her like laughing as he was getting booed. Yeah. Because you see, like, <laughs> like. Eating it up. Right. And then um, his brilliant comeback to Dulce was calling her precious. Like. That's the hackiest, like, fat yeah. black girl. Like, you're a you're a bigger black girl, so you go for Precious. Like Also, like, Precious was a great movie, and I'm pretty sure What's-Her-Face won an Oscar, so... Yeah, it's also <laughs> like, what is the, yeah, what does this have to do with my... You're attacking my character, and... Like, I'm calling you a shitty comic is what I'm doing. Yeah. You're saying I want, like, a successful um, actress. Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you'll say doesn't look like her. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, so now he's just kind of being like, oh, I just... He pulled the you look all... You all look the same on that one at the, without even knowing <laughs> so, it. So, like, you're already accused of being racist and then you say something mildly racist. Yeah. Like, well, well. Exactly. Checks out. It's like, see, when you're... When you're throwing that around all all like like uh, you know willy-nilly like it ain't nothing 
you're probably an asshole. Like, <laughs> and uh, I, I remember, he, somebody had posted some video and it was like a Vice interview with Southern Mama, and I watched like a minute of it. Oh, if Vice did it, they have ulterior motives to make him look shitty. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but they had asked him. They were like, "Are you racist?" And he was like. <laughs> No. And I was like, Why do you answer it like that? The way you did it. It's like you answered it like a publicist told you to answer that way. If they were like, your post is like, all right, if they ask you if you're racist, laugh about it, then say no. It's like, damn, that couldn't have seemed more manufactured. (laughs) If you're not racist, just say you're not. (laughs) You should know more than anybody that you're not, if you're not racist. Who knows you more than you? (laughs) Like, it seemed like. No. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, but sometimes when you're at the movies <laughs> or something, like, he just, like, throws in some fucking, uh, like, black stereotype. Yeah. I don't know, when you're at the movies or, you know, stuff like that, uh, you know, I can't, it can slip out. It's like, yeah. all right, dude, this is interviews over. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, it is funny that Vice just straight up was like, are you racist? Because <laughs> it's like, you seem racist. Yeah, you got racist. <laughs> That's on their list of also, questions. like, um, I don't, I don't know. This is very judgmental, but I don't understand a man that flat irons his hair is homophobic. Like, what? Yeah, he definitely has some, uh, uh, he's not a hundred percent straight. Mm, yeah, there's, there's some no internalized. Like, you know, there happening. is the motherfucker dresses like he, uh, is in a seventies glam rock band. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. Um, he works, he, he looks like he works at Buckle. Like those jeans yeah. are ridiculous. He does. He look, He dresses like uh, Mark Bolin, who is like the lead singer of this band T-Rex from the <laughs> 70s. Uh, man. He, he, he's got the Mark Bolin look down, but Mark Bolin's way cooler than he'll ever fucking be. Um, or was, I guess. I don't know if he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Toxic Avenger and Serial Mom, both fun first fun. watches for definitely. sure. Definitely good, like, get together with your friends and drink and make fun of That them. is a, yeah, yeah. both, like, for sure, like, if you if you would want to do that with a Toxic Avenger, uh, I'd say most of the trauma movies are fun to do that with. Yeah. Even that's... Serial, like, even in Serial Mom, there's one part where they catch his friend, like, masturbating. Yeah. But he's... Like rocking the bed. Like, have you ever yeah. jerked off so hard you're like rocking the bed off the fucking like? It's like, oh yeah, yeah, all the time. It's <laughs> like, is this guy? Does this guy have a pocket pussy in his hand or something? He's like trying to actually fuck. It's very weird. But yeah, this was fun. We should do this again without the movie thing. I like talking about the Southern Mama stuff. Yeah. I really love. I really love love uh, getting the hot goss on the hot take. the shitty comics. <laughs> Especially when they're publicly outed as being terrible. It's oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, we can finally publicly finally, talk about this. It's I don't like have to. Secret. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's no longer a secret this guy sucks. <laughs> there were a lot of comics that did come out and say, this guy, fuck it. I knew this guy was a dick the whole time. It's like, dude, you opened for him and used to kiss his ass. Shut up. I'm saying, I've seen those selfies. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. And uh, you're, if you've ever done that, I know you did it. Just don't, don't fucking uh, go to sleep tonight, not. Not knowing that. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> what if that kept somebody up at night? It's like, I know you had a oh, fucking picture with Southern Mama. <laughs> it's like, this bastard knows. <laughs> Don't worry. We cloud. all make mistakes. It's <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, this was fun. I have to do it again. You got, uh, do you have anything, like, you know, you want to promote your Twitter or anything? Do anything like that professional podcasts do? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on Twitter some. It's just the Lomo. Um, and then my Instagram, I feel like I'm funnier on, but it's also a lot of my dog. So it's you get a little bit of 
cute Both dog. Worlds. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I kind of feel that way too, but I bounce. It's weird how, like, I really like uh, uh, Twitter now that Facebook's kind of dying. Oh, like, that shit is just. It's gone after this fucking yeah. year. That shit. It, 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 Trump ruined everything. He ruined yes. Facebook. He ruined, um, he ruined our Facebook. grandmas. He's ruined a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our grandmas are over and they're canceled. <laughs> no, uh, but it is funny. Uh, he, he ruined a lot of shit. And, like, it, he almost kind of just showed, like, him ruining Facebook kind of did show Mark Zuckerberg's true colors, too, as being a fucking uh, robot. I guess. I mean, he I know that jokes. Yeah. He is though. Like, I mean, the same joke. We get his data from Star Trek. The same jokes been made, but he is. It's like I'm not even making a joke. I think he's AI. I think he's artificial intelligence, and it's fucking weird. And he's married, and here I am alone. That's crazy, right? Why do they, it's well? He does have yeah, the money. Fucking money. <laughs> that money helps. Damn I just, it! I did the international money <laughs> sign. Like this like isn't rubbing a, your fingers like people can see. Maybe y'all can hear. <laughs> yeah, you can hear that. I can hear that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> So that's what I was doing. I was hoping y'all would hear it. But yeah, uh, this has been a lot of fun. We're, uh, we're I, I don't know if you're going, but I'm going to go hit this fucking mic. Hit a mic. Yeah, I'm probably going. <laughs> like pressure you. No, you're going to hold a fucking gun to your head. Thanks for listening, guys. Hammer on the table. <laughs> Here in the face, like a